Hello and welcome to episode one of the Love and Money Show. We are your hosts, the Self Love Sisters, Lisa Pace Renata and Kelly Slattery. We are coming to you from the beautiful Gold Coast in Queensland, Australia. In this episode, we will be chatting about questions that people have put to us over the past week. Now, just as a disclaimer, uh, the information that follows is for educational purposes only and is not financial advice. The cryptocurrency market is a high risk, volatile and emerging market. The information shared is of general nature and does not take into consideration your personal wealth strategies, investment priorities or your risk tolerance. So let's get into it. Okay, so one of the um, probably most asked question this week has been why did you write your book and our book is called love and money embracing the new economy and so i'm going to get kelly just to tell you a little bit about the book and then the reasons why we wrote it okay so the book is actually a two-part book the love part and the money part and the love part relates to self-love and it actually takes you on a journey, the same journey that Lisa and I went on at the beginning of 2017, which was a journey of self-discovery and self-love. And so there's the same exercises that we went through in that part of the book. Um, and then we go into part two, which is the money part, and that's about the cryptocurrency. And one of the things that we discovered in the cryptocurrency space when we got in there is that people get in and then they don't know what to do. And so the money part is about having a money mindset a little bit, um, knowing what strategies to use when you're in the cryptocurrency space or not, not, we're not actually giving financial advice, but we're saying here's an example um, that you can take for educational purposes and, and apply it or alter it to suit your personal situation. So that's that for us was combining our journey of love and money. Um, and the reason we did it is because there are so many women out there who are like ourselves, who have, um, who need financial independence. Lisa and I have both been in relationships where we have been left with nothing. Um, and as a woman, that that's something that you need to take into consideration throughout your life is that, you know, it's, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, but you do need to have a, a level of financial independence. And, and that's something that's not taught by society. And it's and money actually isn't a thing that's taught in schools in, in the way that we use money. So we think this is a, a book that's both educational and um, uplifting. So that is why we wrote it. We are here to help women become financially independent and do it in a cryptocurrency way, which is a safe way, which leads me to our first thought for our crypto chat, which is crypto in 2018. What are your thoughts? Mm. So that's a question that came up in one of, um, uh, one of a comment in one of the... It was actually a private message. A private message. Yeah, through okay. Facebook Messenger, yeah. So our thoughts for crypto in 2018 is that it's still a baby. Bitcoin mm -hmm. is still a baby and everything after Bitcoin is even younger than Bitcoin. <laughs> so for 2018, what we've been seeing is the ICOs of 2016-17 growing, um, creating partnerships and 
and strengthening. So they've gone from newborns to being, I don't know, what comes after newborn? Because it's, they're certainly well, not crawling. They're crawling, then walking. Yeah. Yeah. So these guys are not even on solids yet. They're, <laughs> still, they're still pretty young. But if you think about, in the legacy world, a normal business. Mm. So you go from, you know, inception to growing and creating um, partnerships and things like that. So we were just talking about businesses. When a business starts, you've got your inception. You've got you start with your idea. You you've got your inception, and then you go on to grow from there. And it's exactly the same in the crypto space. These guys, uh, ICOs, are starting uh, projects, initiatives. And again, you're still going to have to start and grow. Mm. And so that's what we're seeing in this space. 2017, there were a lot of ICOs that were born out of purely ideas um, with not necessarily having any uh, background to them, except that they wanted to bring on a new idea into the blockchain space. Then we've got other other um, initiatives like Cardano, which started from a what do you call an evolution from the Bitcoin blockchain, the Ethereum blockchain, and improving on that. So, and the team that's on Cardano, a lot of them have the experience from the Ethereum um, project team. So we're seeing evolutions and quantum leaps, partnerships, and um, just growth in the space. And it's pretty exciting to see the collaborations and the growth, don't you think, Liz? It is, yes, it is. So do you wanna specify any particular ones that get you excited? Um, well, the one that I like is Token Pay because we actually went into the ICO with Token Pay. And they are, if you wanna go through what, <laughs> So token pay where is, they're at now is yeah. in the ICO stage they were looking at buying a bank on an island to um, facilitate the transition between the legacy world of traditional banking to the crypto world where um, cryptocurrencies are used as currency and not just as assets as, as most countries um, define them currently. So then at the beginning of this year, they actually got involved and had the opportunity to purchase or partner with a German bank. Mm. And the Germans are very uh, forward thinking when it comes to cryptocurrencies. They have a history of being um, subjugated <laughs> by tyranny. Yes. So they are embracing cryptocurrency. And so this German bank has come on board um, from that, then we saw Verges coming on board with Token Pay, and there mm. are another another number of other cryptocurrency partnerships that are coming on board with Token Pay, and that is really exciting. Seeing the evolution and the transition from the legacy world of traditional banking to the cryptocurrency, the new world, mm. the new world order. Mm. <laughs> Uh, another one that I'm excited about, or I heard things about, was Siren Labs. Now, Siren oh, yes. Labs was an ICO that we didn't go into because, um, why didn't we go into that? Um, okay, it was a strategic decision based on our budget at the time, actually. And so we didn't go into that because Siren Labs was listing at a dollar. 
per token and so the other the other ICOs that we were looking at were, were lower priced obviously the lower you go the higher they go the bigger the profit um, so Seren Labs is bringing out a um, a desktop and a phone and a laptop maybe that has um, the ability to switch to cold storage so the exciting thing that we heard about Seren Labs is that they were in discussions with Huawei the Chinese phone manufacturer looking at ways to produce that now Seren Labs actually is one of the companies that already had a background in luxury luxury mobile phones yeah. so but as the CEO says the the pool is small <laughs> so obviously there's a, a huge market with cryptocurrency there's a huge need for um, having cold storage on your phone or maybe it's not a need but there is a huge desire for the convenience of having um, your cold storage on your phone um, what else is happening in the crypto space what are we seeing in 2018 Oh, I'll tell you what else we're seeing is spendability. Oh yes. So the upcoming trends in spendability, and I'm going to let you talk about that one. Okay. Um, so last week we met a couple of guys from the Gold Coast who are um, who have already have been working on a e crypto store for the past 18 months. And what they have done is they've got it so far where now they realize that they need to tokenize it. And so they've come out with a ICO and it's currently in pre-launch, which is a free market token. And so what their e-crypto store aims to be is like eBay, but with cryptocurrency. You currently can list your products on there. You can list services on there. Um, they also do reviews on products and services as well and you can pay with fiat money, you can pay with cryptocurrency, you can pay with credit card at the moment. The cryptocurrency is through a third party now but what they're going to be doing in the um, next phase is with the free market token is to be able to do it them through themselves. So that is um, really exciting for us because Kelly and I were having a discussion before we even met these boys that um, we can pay our bills in Australia with cryptocurrency, but we can't seem to be able, because you can't use cryptocurrency on eBay, so we can't, you know, buy household things like um, like sheets and homewares, that's, that type of thing. Um, yeah, so that's exciting, and that that's not the only one... Um, that is around, but it was it was exciting to us because they're Australian, and they're local. Gold and they're local, and we do love to um, promote what Australia is doing um, in the crypto space as well. And there have been quite a few um, <clears throat> things coming on board that, like Travel by Bit, we have mentioned a couple of times, and they were able to implement their payment system in um, the Brisbane International Airport. So that the Brisbane International Airport became one of the world's first airports to accept cryptocurrency mm. uh, and they are just popping up everywhere because it makes it very simple for businesses to accept cryptocurrency because what happens is you accept it but overnight it goes into your bank as fiat 
So there's no disruption to the business and the accounts per se. And for our listeners who hear us babble on about these foreign words, fiat uh, money is actually just your local currency. So uh, Australian dollars, US dollars, um, whatever is your local currency, that is what is called fiat money in the financial, financial terms. Okay. Um, and I just want to say something on that as well. What, um, what is exciting about being able to spend your cryptocurrency is that for people who are just coming into uh, the space, that's kind of the first thing they want to know. If they're going to make money in cryptocurrency is where am I going to spend it? How can I spend it? Um, and a, a lot of people ask, can I buy a car with it? And because of, they would have seen on the news that you can buy a house with it, they then want to know how. Um, not that they've got any yet, but it's the potential, the potential to be able to spend it. So that's why it's exciting for these type of initiatives where um, we can actually spend more of our cryptocurrency. Because I think last year what we saw was more innovation around the blockchains, faster mm -hmm. speeds, um, and a lot of gaming last year. So now we're coming up to the part where yeah we need to make it even more user friendly. And and again we've seen leaps and bounds and now we're just going to see more and more um, a, a lot quicker. A lot quicker than Yeah, and that just triggered a thought for me about the people who are not yet in cryptocurrency wanting to buy the cars. The other questions they have are about tax. Mm. Is the tax man going to get them? And so we a couple of months ago we had a um, accountant Come and speak to our meetup group about the tax implications and you know it really is worth checking out the ATO website for Australians um, to find out how, how your cryptocurrency is going to be taxed and essentially it's going to be taxed as an asset um, but there are also four different categories that you would fall into depending on the way that you transact in the cryptocurrency space and and intentions yeah and yeah. your intentions so that's something that Lisa and I cover in um, in our coaching and our one-day workshops and in our online course talking about um, how you go into the cryptocurrency mm. space how to navigate it and how and we talk about the on-ramps and off-ramps because those are the actual places that are regulated mm -hmm. that when you get beyond uh, your on-ramp into the cryptocurrency space where you've got your own private wallet and you hold your own private keys then you are on what we call the crypto freeway yes yeah all right now so once we are on the crypto freeway we're able to uh, transact in any coins that we want so somebody asked the question of us uh, they were thinking of investing in ripple and they wanted to know what our thoughts are on that yeah and I had a really good um, summary of ripple but I've lost it so I'm gonna have to go with my thoughts <laughs> um, and ripple like ripple has been around I think for about five years is it? Yeah, yeah it's, and it's been around quite a while. Yeah, surprisingly. And it is, um, th they call it the bank's coin because it's a, a three tier payment system for banks. Like it's a, it's a checking, this, it's checked at three different points as it goes through um, transaction systems for banks. So um, Kelly and I thought, well, what if it's been around five years, how come the banks aren't actually using it? So, and then 
last year, even though it's been around five years, last year we heard a lot about Ripple, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, it came to the mm, forefront. came to the forefront, and I think it's number three in the um, top ten. So the thing about Ripple, from our perspective, is that it is centralised. Mm. So that doesn't help humanity when we are trying to become sovereign beings and be free of systems. And in saying that, it, Ripple is not something we we personally hold, um, but it is a it's a good. What we've found is that it is a good trading coin, so it's good for day traders and things like that. So it, it it's the thing about the crypto space. It's entirely up to you, and yeah. whenever someone asks us a question, the answer is always it depends. It depends. It totally does. So. In regards to Ripple, depending on what it is you want to do with Ripple, um, it's good and it's not good. <laughs> yeah. So I hope that helps. Yeah. <laughs> but what, we're, we're very principle-based when it comes mm. to investing, so it doesn't matter what you invest in because it's we teach that it should be aligned with your values. Mm. And that's the beauty about the cryptocurrency space, and that's what we talk about with autonomy. Um, when we when we talk about our slap principle, autonomy means that you are able to make decisions for yourself, and you are in control. So, with Ripple or any other coin that you would ask us our opinion about, we would say, well, do you have an exit strategy? Mm -hmm. Do you have an entry strategy? Have you budgeted for this? And do you love the coin? Mm. You know, so those are the things that we are looking in and looking at in the space because we want you to enjoy your crypto journey. We want you to create wealth. Mm -hmm. And for our women in particular, we want you to create financial independence. And that that's why we're here. That's why we're here to support and encourage you. Um, and there definitely needs to be a lot of education in this space. We can help so much. But we can't do the work for you. Yeah. So you And we know. can't choose for you. Yeah. yeah. So it, it really is, we talk about sovereignty in our book, and it really is you becoming the ruler of yourself. Mm. That's that's the exciting space. So if you love Ripple, by all means, go ahead. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, definitely. Um, now, I've also heard over the, the past couple of days, I've been listening to a lot of um, podcasters that have come across my radar. Lisa and I went to a Bitcoin, uh, pizza and Bitcoin meetup to celebrate the purchase of the first pizza with Bitcoin, which was on the 22nd of May. And so we, we had the, oh, the privilege yeah. of meeting some awesome podcasters while we were in Brisbane. And so naturally I've been listening to their podcasts. And so Alex of the Decentralized Podcast, I was listening to his podcast when he was interviewing the, I think it might've been the CEO of Austrac, talking about regulations mm -hmm. and the things that are happening in the space. Um, no, it wasn't him. Oh, wasn't it was it? actually the Independent Reserve guy. So I've listened to two podcasts <laughs> and they're both very exciting and I'd love to share them both with you. So talking to the co-founder of Independent Reserve and how Independent Reserve came to be, they've been around since 2014, but the guy that was interviewed, Lakshmi, I 
have to check that name. But he went to buy Bitcoin back in the Mt. Gox days. Mm. And you couldn't buy with Australian dollars, so he had to go and convert his Australian dollars to Japanese yen because it was a Japanese-based um, exchange. Uh, that took a lot of time. Then there was obviously the currency conversion. Then there was a Mt. Gox hack. Um, so all of this drama, just for him to be able to get some Bitcoin, and he actually came from a financial services background. So he was working in the stock market or something. And he was familiar with easy trading platforms and he thought it just shouldn't be this hard. So he then decided uh, with his co-founder to start Independent Reserve. And so they worked with a skeleton staff for the past, so 2014, 15, 16, 17, three, three years, for three years they worked with a skeleton staff. And then when the big boom of 2017 hit, they were getting like 2,000 people a day trying to sign up with Independent Reserve. And so they've since put people, uh, staff, on on board but yeah what he was saying is that they wanted him to jump through hoops to try and buy this Bitcoin and he just thought it should be a lot easier mm -hmm. so that's how independent reserve came about and then the Austrac guy talking coming back to those regulations and this was really interesting because I I am a fan of regulations if it means that the cryptocurrency space is legitimized and people feel safer coming on mm. board let me just say here that the in Australia in February this year, and we like to talk about this, um, the banks or the government oh, yes. actually eliminated the deposit guarantee. So if you're thinking that your money is safe in your bank account, you are misinformed. Mm. Okay, so there is no deposit guarantee, and there is a lot of financial upheaval happening in the world right now, and it's not. You know, we don't necessarily hear about it and we don't necessarily uh, go looking for it because that's not what we're taught to do unless you're particularly working or um, immersed in those markets. Yep. So, what was my point here? So, the Austrac guy was talking about... Um, oh, so regulations. Regulations are great in the sense that um, it brings legitimacy, it brings a measure of safety to the space and so that's what we saw with futures coming in that brought legitimacy because the institutional money was coming across but the Austrac guy and Alex pinned him on this and it was quite funny to listen to so Alex was saying you know you've got these regulations you've got the counterterrorism funding and the anti-money laundering rules in place for all exchanges which is being rolled out from April to I think September in Australia so any exchange in Australia has to have KYC is what, what we call it, which is your anti-money laundering and counter-terrorism funding, or AML and CTF. No, no, your customer. Yeah. yeah. So with that in place, Alex is saying, you know, it's, it's not actually convenient to go and mm. show your identification and take photos of yourself and upload it, which is something that we help you with. But at the same time, that does bring a level of security. But Alex was saying, yeah, but kind of security for who because as a customer knowing that we've provided all our information mm. um, 
though that database isn't necessarily secure like it's not blockchain blockchain secure yeah. like like the bitcoin blockchain or the ethereum blockchain so the data on that isn't secure so we're giving all our information to these other third parties in the hope of being safe and free on the blockchain so it's kind of a um oxymoron mm. uh but yeah it was made clear in that interview that the the kyc process is for businesses it's not for individuals so and in saying that it's making the businesses feel safe it's about them not dealing with money launderers and it has it has absolutely no protection for the consumers for the, yeah, like you consumers. and me yeah so yeah, yeah, it was a really cool. And idea. considering that you most people use more than one exchange and more than one wallet, you have to do KYC for every single one you go on. Yeah, yeah, which is why mm. we love coins like Civic. Yeah, and SelfKey, where they want you to have a one-stop shop for your identity, and you are in control mm. of that, and mm. you release your identity for a set amount of time so that they can verify you can be verified, but you still own the data. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Like everything you've spoken about now, Cal, what I'm what I'm hearing is that it's actually a whole mind shift for individuals like you and me yeah. um, to be able to think what it, what does it actually take for me to take responsibility for myself and be in control of all my data because there's even avenues where it's going off to um, like with Instagram and Facebook where even your content you will be in control of your content yeah. and you could be paid for your content if you release it to, to a certain person, that type of thing. So it really is a total mind shift <laughs> um, to be able to come around to that way of thinking and, and to see, to even recognize that we are not free. Like we yeah. live in a free country, but we are not free. And that's why I think it's very important that we take baby steps in um, moving into the cryptocurrency space because it is such a huge deal. Yeah. It is a big deal. It's not just about making money and um, it's here for a short time. It's This is our future. And um, I, that's why I'm excited about what we do because we are here to do it with baby steps and with love and compassion because that's what women need and for for even for me to be able to understand some of the terminologies and get into um, the real techie part of things it has to be done in bite sizes otherwise it just goes over my head and yeah i think it, the future is looking super bright yeah for for, for every for, for individuals you know, yeah, taking the our control back from, you know, people that we've just been conditioned to accept that they rule us, like like yeah. banks, and because yeah, we don't even think to take a second thought, because again, as you say, we're not taught in schools. No. Yeah, and we're not asking questions because you don't know what you don't know, and they don't want to tell you what you're entitled to, even. Yeah. yeah yeah so it, it is re a real mind shift and it really is flipping the script mm. because when I go to Facebook I think that I'm sharing right mm. and I I am sharing but I don't know my value to Facebook 
Facebook knows my value and that's how they're able to charge for their advertising. Mm. They're able to control my data. I'm sure you would have heard of the, the frustration that business owners are having with Facebook algorithms. Mm. And so when you come from that perspective and you see that there's an alternative which the, the cryptocurrency space and the decentralized space is offering, you actually stop and think, that yes, I have value, mm. and if I have value, then I should be in control of my value. So it's, it, you know, we do wander aimlessly through life sometimes, I think, and I think there's an awakening and a conscious, uh, a conscious awakening that, that we're moving into. And, um, when I start talking about conscious awakening, that takes me to my other thought about a, a friend that um, we've known since September. Um, her name's Muriel and nice. she is an astrologer. And so we just went to uh, one of her first meetings, uh, meetups last week. And she is so well educated in I don't know what you would call it. Well, all forms of astrology. All forms. Numerology. Numerology, yeah. Chinese astrology, Western astrology, astronomy. Yeah. Um, so she knows the star signs, what house you're, whatever yeah, yeah, is in, yeah. um, your water, fire, metal, earth elements. So she has an understanding and she's spent decades and decades um, honing her craft. And she was telling us that 2019, from 2019 forward, there is going to be massive, massive global changes in the financial section mm -hmm. on Earth. Yeah. And so this is a global thing that is coming. So, you know, we're excited to be part of the cryptocurrency world. And yeah. just reading the news today about what, happened overnight in Italy is you know the European Union from what I've read is looking at another financial crisis yes. and yeah. another bailout and you know we, we we know what happened in Greece and we know what happened in Cyprus and that means that the little people the yeah. everyday citizens are going to be left footing the bill again for decisions that have been made in the financial markets that have been beyond their control mm. um, they had no say in it, yep. but they're going to foot the bill. And, you know, that's just not fair. And, and it's overnight. It's done overnight. They No notice, no nothing. I mean, you get the, you get the vibe, you know, um, that something's coming, but you don't know till it happens. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, that's what we were talking about earlier, about the deposit guarantee being mm. eliminated in Australia. It's gone. Yep. It's gone. Yep. If there is... A bailout situation in Australia your money is free to be confiscated mm, mm. and that's that's the security that the blockchain offers if you and that, this is why um, the citizens of Greece and Cyprus and Europe and Germany are so fond of cryptocurrency because if they put their money in there they know that it can't be confiscated yeah yeah, yeah. That's right. That, that's mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. And it's mind-blowing that the government of Australia has actually said, 
yes to allowing the banks to have a zero deposit guarantee. Mm. Mm. It's it's yeah, so exciting, who are they looking out for? But scary times. Yeah. And so when when I talk about uh, Muriel's astrology prediction, you can see that what happened in February is part of that bigger picture. So mm. it's not woo woo. Yeah. This is just. Um, and we believe in cycles. I mean, we've got seasons that happen every year, summer, autumn, winter, spring. Um, and so bigger cycles like that are happening universally, globally, and throughout time. And sometimes they're so big that we can't see them, but this financial um, change that mm. is coming is part of a bigger cycle. That's and, right. you know, the ripple effect. The ripple effect. Not that ripple. Not that <laughs> yeah, ripple. Not that ripple. <laughs> so it's, mm -hmm. it really is time for us to take responsibility for our finances and, and really step up our game and, and take responsibility for our life and our actions. And that's what we're all about. Yeah. So is there anything else on our notes? Oh, shall we wrap up? With is Bitcoin an MLM scheme? Oh, yes. Yeah, because we actually get asked this a lot. And the reason I think we are asked a lot is because there have been a, a few uh, network marketing MLM companies that have been able to, oh, what do you call it, use cryptocurrency as a tool for them to be able to build businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, and profit from cryptocurrency as well. So some have been successful, some haven't been. Yeah, one thing I would say about um, Bitcoin being called an MLM, the reason for that is because the network marketing people have been so aggressive about promoting mm -hmm. their different mm -hmm. initiatives. And so that if that's the message that you hear, that make money, join my team, and you can earn Bitcoin, then you don't know anything beyond that. And, and quite frankly, um, you have barriers put up to learning more. And so we wanna break through those barriers and let you know that uh, Bitcoin is not a multi-level marketing scheme. It's got nothing to do with multi-level marketing, but just like multi-level marketing can use credit cards, cash um healthcare products anything yeah network marketing can use anything to create a business and we have absolutely nothing against network marketing no and it just goes to show how powerful it actually is because if people are believing that bitcoin is an mlm then that's the power of network marketing yeah so um yeah i but it it, it isn't it isn't it has nothing to do with it no yeah yeah Bitcoin is amazing. <laughs> and, and the reason I say Bitcoin is amazing because I was just listening to a, an audio book by Andreas Antonopoulos and he said in that book, and this book is a couple of years old, that he's been um, in Bitcoin and blockchain for five years and every day he's discovering more mm. and more yeah. of the benefits. So baby steps, people, baby yeah. steps, because yeah. it's a long journey. And Bitcoin, as we said at the start of this um, crypto chat, Bitcoin is a baby, mm. still a baby. Yeah, I yeah, know. It's exciting. It is exciting. Okay. Evolution of money. Yep. 
hashtag self love. <laughs> all right. And that is all. That's Thank you for listening. Kaki te anō.